All right, folks, I'm, here we go again. I'm running late as usual. Sorry about that. Trouble is I, I'm, uh, I'm locked in a trunk here in um, <coughs> Santa Barbara, so it's a bit of an inconvenience, but I'm still trying to get my podcast out to you, okay? Here we go. Weird Al Yankovic used to have a song, well, he used to, well, he still has a song, but it's called Stuck in a Closet with Vanna White. I'm stuck in a closet with Vanna White. Stuck in a closet with Vanna White. Night after night after night after night. All right. Well, this this episode, I'm stuck in a trunk with David Cho. Stuck in a trunk with David Cho. Stuck in a trunk with <laughs> Just kidding. No, but I found this weird correlation where um, every time I bring up David Cho in a podcast, like my downloads triple. And it's, I find it fascinating. Of course, he's a very fascinating person. Um, he's a he's a wild man of sorts. He's hitchhiked across the country a couple times. Um, he's gone to the Congo just by himself for God knows why, whatever reason. Oh, it not because he was looking for a dinosaur. Like what? And he doesn't do any drugs that I'm aware of. That he's in, that he well his 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 drug uh, his addiction is uh, gambling, but nothing um, chemical. Well, anyway, but what's uh, well first first and foremost, let's address the elephant in the room here. So. Um, the final four is whoa, 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 wacky. Um, what do we got? San, uh, San Diego State is going to play Florida Atlantic. Who do you want? San Diego State? What the hell? Are they, are they the Aztecs? I bet my lady when we were in Santa Barbara, if she could guess the mascot, the name of the UC Santa Barbara mascot. She would be the queen of the weekend. And she could do whatever she wanted. But she couldn't come up with gauchos. But, uh... So it's going to be, um... Yukon v. Miami. And San Diego State v. Florida Atlantic. All of which are, well, I think Florida Atlantic's kind of like been deemed the Cinderella, kind of a Cinderella story. I don't know. There's no number ones. First time ever. Is this the first time ever there's no number ones in the final four? I don't know, man. I'm locked in a trunk right now, but moving on. So how did, how did you get here, John? Please. Please enlighten us. Well, it all started. It all started on Thursday. So I was so amped for this trip, right? Santa Barbara. Like, what? Have I ever... I've never spent... I've been to Santa Barbara one other time. It's kind of a weird... you got to go... 
It's is it Southern California? Kinda. Is it Central California? Kinda. What's with the acoustics in this trunk anyway? So is that a tire iron? Um Whoa, damn it, shit. So uh So Thursday we what time we get we got out of there. We got out of town about eleven thirty, and uh, and just zipped on that. So it's an extra little. It's a weird little like. See, California's got like three highways that are just maniacally. Well, two that are maniacally long and arduous. The ninety nine and the five. I like the 101. I think the 101 is like the old granddad of all the... Um, or the... Or, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like the old school, kind of old... The old beach highway 101, right? So we... So we zipped on down the, the 101, and, and, and you're kind of... It's kind of central. Like, like Santa Barbara is uh, interesting because of... Uh, it's proxim. It's it's kind of it's couple. It's still a couple hours from L.A., but it's like five hours from everything else. But it's like on the other side of the grapevine. Like if you like the Santa Inez Mountains are kind of dividing the uh, gut wrenching hell of Taft and Bakersfield from the American Riviera of Santa Barbara, and I didn't know what to expect. I'd been there one other time. I went there in college. We went through there for a, there was a, a mutual friend of my roommates that we were meeting up with. We were going to run a race or something like that, I think. And I've, I have this vague recollection of going to the Amtrak there, which is perfectly centrally located like everything in Santa Barbara is uh like a kind of a Mexican ranch adobe style and it's all kind of uh, uh like an homage to the got basically the Franciscan friars that came out like you know uh, Father Junipero Serra who founded like three or four of these missions out there um like in San Juan Capistrano, further south, and um, of course we went. Of course, the Santa Barbara's got the Santa Barbara mission. That was uh, we and we did actually go. We went to go visit that. It was founded in 1786 when our nation was only 10 years old. A mere 10 year old, when you could still, when our nation could still get on. When our, when our nation was still too young to get on the real scary rides, the, the Franciscan monks came out, or the friars, rather, came out and, um, in their brown robes and rope, and rope belt and came out and decided that they would take it upon themselves to educate the local Chumash indigenous people into the ways of how to live like a, like a civil human being. 
like a like a normal like a civilized human being like you know how and who to worship and and how to correctly worship instead of these weird things that you guys believe this is our beliefs that we you know you guys should believe this so that was kind of them and we and I'll tell you for for a mission it's quite not I think and and there's actually and look I don't give a fuck what people believe look just keep it to yourself though right but uh I believe there's still well I know there's still working functioning monks and um and friars at this particular mission in Santa Barbara where all these tour these people these tourists are going through self-guided tours and paid tours and but uh and it was quite nice you know um kind of perched up on the upper edge of town you can once you get out on the gardens there in the communal garden you can look out or on the outer edge of the mausoleum in the garden you can see the rest of you can look down and see the ocean you can see the um channel islands you can see the oil rigs um but I'll tell you okay so when we pulled into we pulled into town uh we popped right out off the 150 I think it's the 154 there you go through a mountain pass then you pop right out boom you're right on Cabrillo which is kind of like the the little beach street it's kind of like the where most everything is the hotels oh oh one of the coolest things I I think the coolest thing I did discover though and again I'm not really I'm not a tourist I I when when <laughs> so <laughs> when we pulled into the when we pulled into the hotel of course there's a valet and it's this uh this kid this tall kid and uh he's like uh, hey welcome and uh i'm always kind of weird on valets like i i i get it i understand it's a system you know we live in a society you got to follow rules but this guy's and he was cool but he's like he was really like like he was going to get that he wanted that tip right but he was a cool but he's still laid back he's like where are you from i'm like i'm from uh, we came from sacramento He's like, what part of L.A.? I'm like, uh, well, you know, Sacramento. He's like, right on, man. So we got one of those little luggage trolleys and started loading our, we, you know, we got like, <laughs> God, there's a, I do use luggage, you know, not like the old school, old days where, you know, you got a hefty bag. So, you know, we got rolling luggage backpacks and oh and all the fucking fruits and nuts and shit that we got from Casa de Fruta right Casa de Fruta what a that's a wild little place over the Pacheco Pass but we loaded up and got fucking almonds and um a lot of like uh, what the hell we got like um uh, like candy and shit I don't remember, it was bags of shit. 
and his kids is loading the stuff up on the trolley. And uh, he's like, because uh, you got, <laughs> and so we're walking to the room. He's pulling it to the room. And he's like, you guys got a lot of snacks here. I go, man. I go, I'm a, well, yeah. He goes, what do you, what do you, uh, what do you guys plan on doing while you're here? I go, man, I'm here to eat, dude. He goes, yeah, you got a lot of snacks on your trolley. I'm like, yeah, I'm a pothead. He goes, <laughs> he goes, I wish, he goes, I wish, I wish I could say that I wasn't, but I am. <laughs> and I go, ding, boom. No cash in my pocket to tip the guy. I go, but boom. I'm like, all right, brother, here's your lucky day. I'm like, I go, I don't have any cash, man, but I got some weed. You want some weed? <laughs> he's like, oh, he kind of does it double take. I don't know if he's ever been tipped in weed before. And in Santa Barbara, no less, right? Like, literally, we're right on the beach. Like, we're literally right. Like, you could walk out and trip and hit the sand. And he's like, yeah, okay. So I just bundle him up a little freshly ground fucking goodness and sent him on away so this guy was he was seemed like he was stoked i think he i think he came out ahead but um but one of the coolest things i think the coolest thing that uh, i saw when i was there was the hotel we stay at is called the hotel milo it's named after uh, kind of a local kind of a legend this guy milo potter and it's kind of a it's it's kind of spread out along Cabrillo. It's different portions of the street, different sections, and um, and it's divided by a, a little breakfast slash lunch place called Chad's. And uh, and Chad's is kind of, it's kind of a funky throwback, cool place, and. My lady and I had breakfast there the first morning, and you could tell like all the all the servers are fucking each other. I told her that all the servers are fucking. You can tell, because they hire nothing but good looking people, and then Hispanic kids. So it's like fucking. It's on, you know, Catholics, you know. And um, but anyway, outside this restaurant, there's a plaque on the wall. It says June. June seventeenth, nineteen fifty-seven. This was the site of the very first Sambo's. Uh, chain, which I fondly recall, and eventually, um, they did away with Sambo's because it was, I think it was deemed, I think it was deemed, mm, I guess racist, I don't know. It was a, it was a theme. It was basically like a Denny's, like Sambo's was a Denny's, but it was like more uh, interesting, more colorful. The artwork artwork was better, the themes, the trim, the design, the pictures, and it was based around this little Indian kid who was getting who would be chased by this tiger. And they called him Little Sambo, which I guess is now a derogatory return, uh, derogatory term for, you know, a little colored kid or something, you know. And, uh, but that was the very, that place, Chad's, connected to, well, it wasn't really, it's not really connected to the hotel. It's just kind of enveloped or sandwiched 
into the hotel. That was the very, that was the very first sight. Because they did away with that restaurant. Like, God, when I was probably like 10, 11, 12. I remember going there, though, um, when I was like six or seven, I think. And they're mostly Southern California, if I remember. More of a SoCal thing. But uh, fascinating. Uh, the artwork was really cool. It was like it was like three D art, these these murals that had like these really ornate pictures of like the little Indian kid and this tiger. It's kind of this a caricature of a tiger, like a cartoon tiger chasing him around. And uh, that was fascinating. So, but my real prerogative, yes, was in fact to eat. I just was there to eat. So. So that night that we, uh, so the first night, Thursday night we were there, we, we went to this place called Finney's around the corner, which is kind of a craft house, brew, pub thing. And uh, we're like, fuck it, we're just, you know, it's like seven thirty, eight o'clock, we're like, fuck it, let's go. Sat outside and uh, had me a double. We ordered, uh, I ordered prosciutto flatbread. Oh my God. My lady got a pastrami sandwich. And uh, we ordered, what else she got? Oh, yeah, she got wings. She always gets wings. And, uh, but those were good, too, man. Fuck. And then I, I, I ate a lot. I ate a lot. And so the next morning, when we went to Chad's, it was, I was like, okay, fucking just keep it simple, stupid. And I got, I got me a, an omelet. But, uh, but the real prerogative was this place <clears throat> I wanted to try called the Lark. And uh, so after, so we spent the rest of the day like just kind of touring on foot, walking up and down State Street, checking out the shops, checking out uh, my lady's, my lady just, she's into all that trinkets and looking at, she wanted to get a cross. She's looking at crosses. I said, all right, no more, but no more, no more religious artwork, sugar, please. No more like stick with like the, you know, the, the velvet paintings of the little Mexican kids with the big eyes, you know, or dogs playing poker, but ease up on the religious stuff. And, uh, <laughs> just kidding. But, um, so yeah, we, we were on foot most of Friday and then um, we were going to hit the lark that night. I'd had made reservations. And it's kind of in this area called the funk zone. And it's funky. It's kind of eclectic, kind of weird. Kind of everything's all, all shabby chic, you know. Everyone's a little hoity-toity, but fuck it. So we... Um, So we were going to go there, but my lady was kind of like, I don't know, she was, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't 100% sold on the, on the lark. So I go, fuck it, okay, what about seafood? We'll just, maybe I'll cancel a reservation, we'll just check out seafood. Now, I've been recommended by the lark by the former New York Times food critic, Jeff Gordonier. And, uh, but I'm like, fuck it. No worries, we'll just keep moving forward we're gonna go 
um, we're going to do seafood tonight. So we kind of called, she called around, we kind of saw what was open, what was, what had the best reviews and shit like that, like old white people do, like, oh, this one's got five stars. And um, we found a place called the Fish House, all one word, one H. <laughs> the Fish House, Fish, fish House, Shouse, like Fish House. And um, it was like all along the, there was like a, like I say, this whole, like, Cabrillo Street is like the, it's kind of like an American Riviera. It's kind of a Riviera setting. You know, excuse me, a lot of white people. And um, just perusing the beaches and walking up and down the street and gorging themselves. And this too was in walking distance, so we, we made our way down there. And it was not, in the evenings it's nice, a little breezy. Nothing overpowering, even somewhat ref- semi-refreshing, but we popped into uh, the fish house and immediately got a table, and it was like the be- probably the best table in the whole place, because it was indoors, but next to all the panel windows. So we look right out onto the beach, and there's outdoor seating, but they were kind of dealing with the wind. So we're looking at them, or we're looking past them. We're looking through them as they're dealing with the, the outdoor experience and looking right out on the beach. And I end up getting the fucking sea urchin again. I'm like, I was thinking, nah, you know what? Maybe I'll go. I don't know. I'd, the Makunis urchin up here is like, I thought I was like, okay, I'll try it up here. In Roseville. Roseville sea urchin's not the same as Santa Barbara sea urchin. FYI. TBD. LMAO. But, so I ordered the, uh, I get, as a, it was on ice, scallops on a slice of orange with fresh sea urchin and the shell, like the little spiny little shell. <laughs> it came with it. I'm like, what the fuck? And uh, fuck, it was it, dude. Do not ever get sea urchin outside of a ocean community. Don't get any. In, don't get any. Don't go to. Don't get any gas station sea urchin. Don't get any Roseville sea urchin. Go to the source. Like this stuff walked out of the. Walked out of the wave, walked out of the, walked right out of the beach and onto my plate. Scallops, fresh scallops underneath, like they just fucking melted in your mouth. Like it's just, it's, it's gross. It's like, it's too, oh God, it's just too, it's too much to think about. It's too, it's too white guy stuff, too, too much to think about. But it's so fucking good. It was good. Like, Cause I was almost turned off on the whole sea urchin experience, but now I'm, now I'm in, I'm sold. So, so moving. So after that, we I got the chipino. She got uh, what did she get? Uh, I can't remember what she. Oh shit! I'm totally drawing a blank. 
she got. Oh, she got um something with risotto. And I ended I ended up eating half the risotto. Oh, it was um halibut. She got the halibut. And uh Hold on, what's up, girl? I'm t- I'm recording here. You Oh yeah. Hey, come here, dear. <laughs> Don't shake your head. Come on, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Tell me about your experience. I'm talking about the 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 uh, the seafood place we ate at when you had the halibut and the risotto. Oh, that was good food. Yeah, it was good, huh? <laughs> and I got the scallops and the. I was telling about the sea urchin, and don't ever order Roseville sea urchin. Oh my gosh! Now you know. Now I know. <laughs> what what good really is? <laughs> what good really is. And I ate so much that night, it hurt, because that's what white people do, is they just gorge themselves. That's all I did was eat. That's all we did was eat. Say it again. That's all we did was eat. But, but, okay, and on, and then finally, okay, so I'm going to wrap it up pretty close here, but I got it, we got to talk about one last thing. What was the best, what was the best dining experience you had the whole, the whole time? Say it. The lard. Oh, Jesus. Why was it good? Everything was authentic and fresh, but and and it tasted so fancy. <laughs> <laughs> but the flavors, the flavors, it was the flavors. Insane. Even the butter had seasoning. There. Even the butter was fucking Michelin rated. <laughs> so good, so good. <laughs> so, yeah, the lark. I mean, you can say what you want about overrated dining experiences and three Michelin starred and Michelin reviewed and over, you know, paying X amount and, oh, it's got to be good. I paid $300. Like, no, this is legit. This is the real deal. This is the, this is the full Monty right here. This was what's up. Go to the Lark. Do what you have to do. Do what you have to do to get there. Um, our, our server was, uh, um, I think he, I think he was, um, I think, I think our server didn't really, um, define which side of the fence he was swinging from, but, but that's all right. Cause that's part of the experience too. And the first thing he asked was, would you like sparkling water or regular distilled water? And I knew it was going to be a good experience. So. So we went with the distilled water, but then my lady ended up, she wanted to get the, she got, um, well, I was hungover, so I got the hangover fries, which is just, that was, the, that was the most basic part of the whole thing. It was just the, reg, the, mo, the most regular part of the meal was the, the hangover fries. And those were good because they had this weird fried egg aioli that came with it was, oh my God, that's what set off. That's what set my lady off first. She's like, this is fucking it's like there's a party in my mouth and everyone's invited. And then, um, but she ordered, then she ordered pork belly and then she, uh, as an appetizer, that was fucking amazing. And then for the regular, and this was just brunch. We'd skipped, of course I told you we'd, Bailed on the reservations the night before. I was gonna, I was looking because we looked at their menu the night before, and I was down. But 
we ended up going to the seafood place, but it, um, I was going to get the bone marrow, but maybe I'm not quite ready for bone marrow. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. So, so she ended up getting the chicken and waffles, which was unfucking real. Even the honey butter was three-starred. It was like handmade. It was like a sourdough waffle. Why am I talking about food? Like, you don't even care. Why am I even wasting my time with you people? It was fucking amazing, though. But un, unprecedented. Unprecedented. Um, and it wasn't even that expensive. Like, I paid, like, we got pounded at the fish house. Got pounded for that sea urchin. And uh, the three doubles and the creme brulee and uh, the cheesecake and the halibut and uh, the chipino. We got pounded, but went over to Lark. Oh my God, it was like, it was like a, it was like a weird, it was like a, it was like eating at a real high-end nursery, like with shrubs and like planters and, you know, everything there was just. And everything there was just like, everything there was like fresh grown. Everything was literally grown in the kitchen. I think it was grown in the kitchen. And, uh, but that, that, the, the decor was like this. Again, it's all shabby chic. Uh, the, the, their cat, like, uh, what looked to be like, uh, iron planters, you know, that look like clawfoot tubs, but they were, it was just, regular well kind of like sheet metal like sheet metal replica uh, uh like a replication of a of a of a porcelain clawfoot bathtub with shrubs like like six foot shrubs growing up straight up up like vertically out of it to, cr- to create the dividing walls outdoor we ate outdoors it was like the weather was good it was like it was like 59 60 degrees I mean, if you're going to die, that's like if like when, when they locked me up for tax evasion and 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 I get one more meal, I'm going to request that they door dash that shit and just that's all I need. And uh, so so we pushed our bellies home back to the back to the room that night. I showed my lady the plaque where Sambo's, the Sambo's plaque. And uh, and that was a wrap. I, I'd spent most of the rest of the vacation just kind of, we went to the mission, of course, and watched how the Franciscan friars exploited the local Chumash Indians. And she got a, and she got a rosary. And then, um, man, it was good. That was just a good, you know, Santa Barbara, it's just kind of like, you don't think about Santa Barbara. You don't go, oh, Santa Barbara. Yeah, let's go to Santa Barbara. But go to Santa Barbara. Try it. Um, Everybody goes to L.A. Everybody goes to Venice Beach. San Diego. San Diego. Hollywood. um, Beverly Hills. um, Go to Santa Barbara. That's my recommendation to you. And... uh, and on that note, that's it. I'm gonna, I'll be brief. Okay. Um, 
Then um, Sunday morning, we got our car out of valet. I said, uh, I said goodbye to our, our stoner valet. And then we drove up to Solvang, the city that thinks it's Denmark, and popped in to take a little drive around Solvang. Made our way from Solvang up to Pismo Beach for some fish and chips, a couple of beers, and I was out. I was done. That was it. That was a wrap, and we went home. So, so that's it. That's it in a nutshell. And uh, so, other than that, have a good week. And um, I'll talk at you later. Arrivederci, babies.